TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Is a future member of the USC Broadcasters Hall of Fame. No question about that. <laughs> Brad kind of setting that table here. Uh, Join us every single Tuesday here on the show. Catcher on Grind City Media. Jessica Benson show with CJ Herrick. Catcher on the Grizz Radio Network. Pac-12 representative in the building. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple months ago, came on this show and was asked to give my four members of the college football playoff this year, and I said Washington, and you all laughed at me. You laughed like they're like a Pac-12 team would actually make it, and not only do they make it, they make it to the national championship game. What a beautiful end of it all for the Pac-12. Got yeah. a little scary. Yeah, it did. But you did get hey, through. It did. I mean, I I'll say this, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the ailment is for Dylan Johnson, but yeah. it, isn't it, it, like, doesn't somebody have to say, bro, roll off the field. Just roll. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, you, if you if you stop this clock, you know, I know, I know, you're, I know you're in pain, but you got to, you got to, like, you, you got to roll off the field, bro. And it almost cost him. It really I almost know. did. This isn't even a good example. Have either of you seen the Iron Claw yet? The movie on the I've obviously I've, I've heard so much about it, and I've seen all the you know sad reviews. I mean, I know the 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 story. I've not seen the movie yet, though. Okay, well, yes, it's tragic, and I bawled like a little baby at the end. But there was a moment where he like hits the ground so hard, and a part of it was he he had to get back up and get in the ring to try and go. And I'm not a wrestling aficionado by any means, but was trying to go for the championship belt or whatever it is and his dad yells at him because you just had to get back up you got to get back up so i try to never truly understand when someone is feeling the physical pains that have to do with sports because god i can't even imagine uh getting injured in a situation like that i tore my achilles and was screaming like a psycho on the court at fedex forum um but yes in my from the comfort of my couch i was like come on just get out of bounds just keep rolling just keep going what kind of chance you give them against Michigan, Harbaugh, and the boys? Michigan. I, I thought Michigan was so impressive yesterday uh, against Alabama. The coaching by Jim Harbaugh, the play of J.J. McCarthy, um, just the overall physicality of that group makes me a little nervous. But I think what Washington has going for it, and he once again saw it last night as Michael Penix Jr. is just throwing Man. dart after dart after dart. I looked at one point early on in the game, and they were averaging – 23 yards a play and it's that explosive playability um that they were able to obviously continue onward against a pretty good texas defense the texas defense or especially the secondary isn't remarkable by any means but uh michael Penix jr is just truly one of the best players in college football you could have made a case that he was the best player 
in college football this year. And so with him on your side and that receiving core that they have, even if Dylan Johnson isn't good to go, I mean, Texas made them pretty one-dimensional yesterday, and they were still able to take advantage of it. So I think just because you have that ability, it leads me to at least continue onward with some semblance of hope that the Pac-12 could end with one college football playoff national championship before they go out into the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, what, what a story would be. be unreal. I really wish that this game could be played at the Rose Bowl. Like it just feels like Michigan Washington mm-hmm. should be in Pasadena with the sun setting over the San Gabriels and not in Houston. No disrespect to Houston, right? Um, but that's where they'll have to play it. So that is where they have to play it, and it's appropriate because Washington will not be winning it. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually, John insists. I, I think uh, I think it's a great story. Michael Penix is a great player. Some of the throws he was making last night. I mean, it's one of those all-time great college football performances. It was Vince Young-esque. Yeah. It was just through the air. Uh, and, and I and I saw Vince Young there, and I I'm wondering, you know, what is what's happened, you know, why has Vince Young gotten so fat? But that's a separate discussion. <laughs> it for, happens, John, you know, to great athletes. But but uh, I think Michigan puts it into it. I do. I think that defense. I mean, you saw it yesterday with with Jalen Milrow. I mean, he, he they're yeah. just they just locked down guys and. Get to the, I mean, they were just in his. They were in the backfield the whole time, and I know Washington's offensive line is better than Alabama's. No, no doubt about that. But um, I just think Michigan's going to find a way to to limit Pinnock's in a way that Texas could not. And uh, yeah, and and, and it's, look, it's good. It's Goodell handing the the Super Bowl trophy to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Okay, <laughs> that's what it is. Nobody wanted to see that. Nobody wanted. Nobody was rooting no. for that. But guess what? Did it happen? It did. And so is this. So, it was such a bizarre life experience last night watching it, for, watching the Rose Bowl with Michigan and Alabama. And unless you are a fan of one of those two teams, like they're two pretty big villains in the college football landscape. So you're in overtime, and who do you cheer for? Like I changed my mind all throughout the game, and then I wanted the game to never end. So I was hoping Alabama would tie it up and go to a second overtime. But there's no, there's no real winner. Uh, in the heart of a college football fan. Although I will say I am just thrilled that for the first time ever there's no Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State. Like, thankfully, we have mm-hmm. been freed from having to see one of those teams over and over and over again. How impressed were you by what Memphis accomplished in terms of winning the Liberty Bowl? Ooh, I was so thrilled for Ryan Silverfield. And then I immediately saw people already shifting the goalposts of, well, they beat a Big 12 team, but it was just a – bottom tier, middle of the road, big 12 team. I miss me with that. Like it's a big 12 team in a legacy name, recognizable bowl. It's the hometown bowl being here in Memphis. It's a big 12 team, which is a conference that has continued to turn its back on you and, and doesn't want you to be a part of their club. And it was the game in front of Memphis and for them to come out and not only win, but win in the fashion in which they did it. Defensively, so impressed with that interim defensive coordinator to have just nine practices and hold Iowa State to zero rushing yards. I mean, that's beyond impressive. And it creates it creates great momentum going into next year, right? And I know there's so much conversation about the status of bowls and do bowl games even matter? For one thing, if they can give you a positive feeling going into the next year, that's something to really hold on to. I mean, my yeah. wonderful institution, USC, maybe we found our quarterback of the future, our replacement for Caleb Williams in the Holiday Bowl with them beating Louisville and Miller Moss putting on a good show. Like, If you're able to feel good about your team going into the offseason, that's far better than the alternative. And I think Memphis very much is in that place with the return of Seth Hennigan and Rock Taylor and others. 
Yeah, why did uh, why did the Kings have to uh, <laughs> ruin know, everything? <laughs> yeah, it's like the record scratched, right? You know, yeah. like it's like it was like a party. Like we were like, you know, the thing was, you know, bumping. Yeah. Everything was cool, man. Feeling good. Got that, and then, and then whoop, like, damn, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. That was that was like a a rude awakening. There was that. I, I, we were talking about it before you came on. It just it just felt like a a, a, a stark reminder of just how I- improbable this climb is going to be we we maybe got a little carried away and, and and i don't i don't even think it was like wrong to do i mean they beat the pelicans twice they were doing things they they were winning and that was was not happening uh in in the previous 25 games much to speak of but it, it just sort of felt like okay like you know don't get ahead of yourself here you're in a massive hole and and if you have too many more nights like that you're not going to be able to, to 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 do this which is make it into the play-in yeah and i think you know when that game specifically, yes, they lost to the Nuggets and the Clippers, but those were on the road. And this was back home on New Year's Eve and an opponent in the Kings who had been struggling a bit themselves, even though they're still a top five team in the West. And so, and, and getting everyone back with Luke Kennard coming back and Derek Rose coming back. And it was Marcus Smart's first game back at FedEx Forum, even though he rejoined on that road trip. And so you chose to, to grasp on to the optimism of the four games that, they won to start Jaws' return, and instead um, it was kind of like a, a giant spotlight placed on some of the deficiencies that this group is going to continue to have to deal with, and, and particularly, you know, the, the struggle of the center position right now, which is the weak spot on this group, and it's not like it's rocket science. We knew it was going to be a challenge when uh, the team found out that Stephen Adams wouldn't be available for the rest of the year, and I know there's still some hope, and Brandon Clark said that, you know, he's hoping to come back after the All-Star break, and that's good and great, but it might be too far gone. When you're climbing out of a hole, it's such a cliche. Every game counts, but it really does. And so a game like that against the Kings where you had zero offensive rebounds going into the fourth quarter, you end with one, you get out-rebounded, you get outscored in points in the paint, you were out-physical. It just felt like everything tumbled into a reality check of a place. But at least you have, fingers crossed, I mean, you have the Spurs tonight, and they've only won five games this year, and then you have the Raptors tomorrow who do seem to have gotten something significant with Emmanuel Quickly and R.J. Barrett coming over in that OG and Anobi trade. Um, But these two games, they are must-wins for the Grizzlies, and it's just a, a stark reminder of how the vibes can ebb and flow so quickly and, I guess, peak and tank as well. What What was your thought on Chandler Parsons and Chandler's <laughs> criticism of Jaws' celebration dance down in New Orleans? I know what my partner thought. I saw the the uh, the gif on, on Twitter. It was The Rock saying, shut up, as you, you know, and the other word that follows it. What, what did I, you, that wasn't me. What did you think of Chandler Parsons now trying, you know, now the, the NBA critic on, uh, on, on Ja? Yeah, I thought it was so annoying. And dumb, and frankly, just an unnecessary plot in everybody's holiday celebrations. Like, so much energy had to be wasted um, having a debate that never needed to be a debate in the first place. And I really wish, I understand that this sounds really optimistic and naive, but I just wish that as people... We could do a better job of admitting when we were wrong about something. It doesn't make you less of a person. In fact, it can make you more of a person. And if instead of doubling down and creating the the war of Memphis Grizzlies Twitter versus Chandler Parsons and Michelle Beadle and the FanDuel TV experience in its totality, if it had just been like, hey, you know what? 
I looked at this and I recognized actually this was an incorrect take and Jaw was just celebrating and we don't have to make this anything more than it is. And, you know, you saw even uh, today there was someone sent to me pointing out the difference in how Barstool tr- uh, treated that celebration. And Quinn Ewers did it in the Texas game last night. And yep. Quinn Ewers by no means is the only player, I swear. Now there's been such a microscope on the Rock Your Hip celebration I saw it at least a dozen times between the NFL games over the weekend and the college football, various bowl games, including the playoff games last night. And when it's Quinn Ewers, it's like, ooh, look, Quinn Ewers is having fun. And when it's Jaw, it's, you know, oh, it's a gun reference. This is a problem. And that's more a testament of some of the significant problems that we still have um, with sports media and just, like, inherent racism within sports media. And so, ultimately, it was just – it was so frustrating. And I was both happy that we – because our shows at Grand City Media were off last week, so we didn't have the chance to talk about it. Um, and I was glad that we didn't have to get into the mud with it, but also like, I wanted to fight back on behalf of John. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, as well. I think you're right. I, I think it, I like the way you <laughs> frame that. If, if, if Chandler Parsons ever fixes his lips to say anything about anything involving the Memphis Grizzlies, it should just be this. Thank you. But Lou, Lou essentially said the same thing, right? But we're not we're not holding Lou up as as you know that he crossed the line. Like, is that because Chandler Lou played well, here? I think Lou kind of came at it in a different. Like, I think Lou was a little bit more good faith about it. Lou, Lou was like, yo, just like make, I, th- I thought he was saying the NBA is watching. Yeah, like, okay. he was just like the NBA is watching, and and Chandler's like, what, what are you going to get serious with your family and right. your dad? Okay. Yeah. I thought it took a way more like sanctimonious approach with yeah, 100%. Right? Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, bro, you just you just need to sit some topics out, okay? And, and this is one of them. Like, if you're not educated or informed on the situation at hand, it's okay to just say, you know, look, I don't know what was necessarily going on here, you know, and so I don't. Or to come back and say you got it wrong, right? It's like, it's, like JJ Reddick did, yeah, yeah. yeah. JJ Reddick like was was wrong, and he's acknowledged that, so. It's okay to exactly. do that. People just, and, you know, people are so egotistical. People just hate admitting when they're wrong. It's just like, it's like people hate that. Yeah, and it becomes such a thing on social media, too. I don't know what it does to a person's brain when, like, large groups are coming out and saying, like, you're wrong. And rather than being able to take a step back and say, oh, you know what? 
you're right. I did get this wrong. Instead, it's like a full frontal assault on trying to dig your heels in and refuse acknowledgement that, you know, you just messed up a little bit. That's okay. That's okay. But that's not the, that's not the world we live in. I will, I will vow to do that in 2024 though. And I hope others do too. <laughs> yeah. Jessica, you're the best. Thanks for Thank the time. You so much, as always. Thank you guys. Yep. Talk to you next week. Happy New Year. Tuesday here on the show. Yep. No, there's no reason to ask about USC basketball. No, because that's bad. It's really bad, man. And we should not bring it up. Yeah, it's just they've not, lost five of six. It's not relevant. It's not relevant. They're six and seven, man. What about Boogie? Man, Boogie doing his thing. He's just you know, it's like uh, Michael Jordan with, are, in the in the on the Monstar Mountain. Are they trying to force feed us Ronnie? And it's messing up the no, chemistry. It's not that. It's okay, because I I've watched none. I like other than, yeah, I guess, that, his first just, game. It's, it's weird because they do have Bronny and the Isaiah Collier kid who people love. But, man, I don't know. That team, that team is yeah, not, them folks sad. It's not very good. It's just not. Um, but, yes. Yeah, and I'm having – I got some reservations about uh, Caleb. You know, my Bears locked up the number one pick. Uh-huh. With uh, Jacksonville's win over Carolina. Yep. And now I'm not sure. Because Caleb's been putting out mixed signals, too, about whether or not the Bears should draft him. I mean, I, I just can't keep up with y'all, man. Y'all got me in trouble. I, cause I was How just, did we get you in trouble? Because I was just going off what you tell me every week, bro. I was doing this bet show last night with BetQL, and they asked me about Justin Fields. What, and I just, so I what thought was the that, question? It was like, what, what do they do with Justin Fields? Okay, well, you and, know the right answer. What did you tell Because I said, listen, he's got one year left on his deal. He ain't shown enough over enough. The, the sample size is too small. Well, it's like two. You got, you, got, you got next year, and then you got the player control. You got right, the, the right. control year. The right. option year. But, yeah. I mean, anyway, short term, ahead. right? Short yes. term. Yes. And he hasn't shown enough, uh, you know, as as much as, as improved as it may be, he oh. hasn't shown enough to commit to him full time and pass on one of these potentially generational quarterbacks. And I got all these Bears fans coming at me saying, you don't know ball, Chicago loves Justin Fields. This, I'm like, what? I, I work with it's, this dude it's every so, week it's who so says sad. It's that, so sad that, that he's gone. Yeah. I'm like, what? Wait, yeah. am I in an alternate reality? Who's right and who's wrong? People have lost their minds. Because it's feel-good times right now. Five and two mm-hmm. in the last seven. And they think he's our man. That's right. That's right. Rather than looking at it, That's my sticking man. to the plan. That's my man. He's raising his trade value, which it should be as a good thing. You're now, you've now convinced yourself he's the guy, and now you want to pay him and everything else, and that's the wrong move. And hopefully Ryan Poles is not thinking that way. Mm. Again, the right move is to trade his tail to Atlanta, the team he just played, the team he just beat. That's the right move. Get a pair of second rounders. Bears don't have a second rounder this year because they gave it up in the Montez Sweat deal, which has obviously made them better. The plan should still be reset the rookie scale deal with a quarterback, a new quarterback, whoever that ends up being, and then you know decide whatever else you're going to do with that 10 pick or whatever it ends up being for the Bears. So the one pick, obviously, is Carolina's that we've got from that trade last year. So um, you're still on the right side, but what you got was sort of this recency bias. This, this he's looked better here in the last six, seven games at a time where, frankly, we've needed him to because we're trying to raise his trade value. Yep. So stick to the plan. You're still on the right side of it. Bears should move on from Justin Fields. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see if they do it. I told, most of, I told the, the, most guy, of the in-studio analysts this weekend still thought, they, they still seem to all resolutely believe the Bears are going to trade him. Yeah, this is good for some other team. You know, Falcons, whoever. Your Raiders should be taking a look. I, I totally agree. I mean, he makes total so much sense as a as a bridge but, quarterback. But what I don't know now is that if Russell Wilson is going to be available, does that change 
now what yeah, the, I mean, what the, the bidding team, possibly for Justin Fields. But, team. again, it, it's a quarterback that a lot of teams could convince themselves we can do well with him He's, as opposed to Fields. is better than Russell Fields. Wilson at this yeah, stage. From, from what at you, this stage. If you're looking at the measure on the last five or six weeks. probably cheaper. I mean, I know he's actually definitely cheaper. So I, I don't. Well, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have two years of control with Fields, and then you'll exactly. be able to make another decision. So. No, I think I think Fields is. I mean, you could actually get something for like what my point was. Chicago. I know that those 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 uh, they're five and two, like you said, and 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 the vibes are better now. But if you guys don't take one of these quarterbacks. For two straight years, John. Right. You'd be trading out of the one spot, not taking a QB for two straight years for Justin Fields? Who has shown you really not This ain't no future Hall of Famer we're talking about here now. Exactly. It's a a guy that's played better in an offense designed now rather than, hey, let's just just feature him. Let him run. Let him do whatever because we're trying to raise his trade value. That's what you got to (laughs) remember. I respect the loyalty for the Bears fans. I I mean, that's part of the thing. Well, much like with Grizzlies fans and the four four wins you get. You're so thirsty. Exactly. And when you see it, you think, oh, it's fixed. But like, we, what, we're, we're good. We're good now. As I was saying it, I didn't, even, I didn't even think I was saying anything remote. I thought I was saying something that was obvious. I thought I was saying something no, that no, was no, just, Chicago fans are happy with the way he's played, and, and some have gone back to, that, that, oh, but he that's should be great the guy. Because now you can maybe get two seconds in the, in the fourth. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's great for y'all. Y'all cannot pass up. Because if Caleb Williams does go on, or or Drake May does go on, or Jane Daniels does go on. you didn't take CJ Stroud, and you didn't take one of these guys. Bro, that's then, it. Who, who's You'll the, never the general, forgive who's yourself. Who's the general manager that went on and lived after that? And well, it, it is going to be every time one, one of these of those guys dudes will be a game the changer. 100%, man. We, and we just saw it with Stroud. He just literally changed the whole franchise in one year. Exactly right. And oh, by the way, Jordan loves hooping. Didn't, I don't know if you saw what he did to Minnesota. Over man, that's on. Minnesota, dude. I I'm can't just believe you were texting me about that trash. Well, there's a good chance we're going to take him out next week, this oh, week. Oh, now you're I taking think they, him out. They, they need the win to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Bro, y'all are not beating Green Bay. And, and then and then y'all going to be like, get Justin Fields out of here. Well, I've been there the whole time. No, and that's no, what, I ain't James. And that's why I'm like, I'm like shocked. I don't move I'm the like, goalposts. Do I not work with a Bears fan every day? Like, what the hell is going on, man? I don't even think I was You're still on the right side. So you just got caught up by people who have fallen back the, in the, love. The, the present tense. With, with the athleticism and the running fields. Prisoners of the that, moment. That you only won three games with last year, by the yeah. way. You, you, you know. exactly right. You can't forget that stuff, man. And and the reality of the situation is, you have to, you're running an organization. You're running a business. You're trying to make good decisions for the future of your franchise. Well, and resetting the rookie de- the rookie exactly. deal at quarterback is the huge thing. Is the huge bonus here because you, you could commit to this guy and he, could, and he could get hurt with, with the way he plays, or he could stink. I mean, well, I mean, look at Daniel Jones and the the, the you know sort of the extension they gave him. And they don't what? know now. And then what? Yeah, I I would just so, so, as I said. Sometimes it's just good for everybody involved to get a change of scenery. And I think that's kind of what we're dealing with with Fields and the Bears. Yeah, he ain't Lamar. Right. He ain't Lamar Jackson, y'all. He's, he's a, and that man right there. I think he's a decent quarterback. Is your MVP. Lamar had a good break. Hey, it's been a My good gosh. few weeks for the a black team. There's no doubt about that. Bro, the black team? That's the Ravens. They're the black team. Remember that whole debate over Christmas break over the black team versus the white team? The Ravens I, are the black team. I missed that. Well, you didn't see the uh, Rashard Mendenhall. Rashard Mendenhall was like, we got to have him. Oh, did Watt and Watt weigh yeah. in? Yeah, yeah, I saw a little bit of it. I mean, the Ravens have basically no whites. so They have whites. They have a they? white tight end. Well, he's hurt. But he's could be coming back, they're saying, right? Oh, is that? Well, I'm just saying for the for the last couple weeks, you know what I'm saying? Most of the NFL is black, I as you know. But we had that. Everybody was like, man, what, what would the spread be if it was the blacks versus the whites? Well, we kind of saw that with the Ravens and the 49ers. The 49ers are a white team. No, they're not. Yes, they Ayuk, are. 
Samuel, Trent Williams, Purdy, Black. McCaffrey, Kittle. That's as white as it gets in the skill position game, man. All right, and they that just is, you cannot call that the white team. They got plenty of dominant blacks. Bosa, Bosa, and they just dismantled the 49ers. So I'm just saying, bro. Them like, folks take apart everybody. Took apart Miami. They are destroying everybody. I mean, yes. My Super Bowl pick. It's done. Miami's gone. Oh, yeah. hell, we'll probably lose the Bills this weekend. Lose the division. Yeah, you're going to lose the Bills. You're going to lose. And in the some bill. kind of way, if the Bills lose that game, they're not in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, if the uh, the uh, Jags beat the Titans and then the Steelers uh, beat the Ravens, I think that's I think that's the scenario that the Bills can miss the playoffs. Um, wow. And the Steelers, bro, they're coming. Never count out Tomlin. Well, he made a quarterback. Never. Change. He made I it. said he should have gone to Rudolph earlier. They should have yeah. skipped over Trubisky. Yeah, they should have. Well, he's he's he. Rudolph is a good quarterback. And then uh, since everybody's saying he lost good control enough. with uh, with George, all he's done, George hadn't done nothing but shine Bro, since. George made some Pick unbelievable. Ca- he's catching balls with his balls. I mean, some of the things he's doing. I'm just uh, the guy's a freaking ridiculous receiver. When he makes plays, they're electric. You know, and he'll drop some. He'll well, and not block. Yep, yeah, and he'll not run around or whatever. But man, when that dude comes down with the catch, it's always spectacular. This would be a pretty good final weekend. Really, a lot of playoff ramifications. Yeah, in the games. Bears trying to play spoiler. Yeah, against Green Bay. Yeah. That's fun. That's a, that's a good. Got the one. number one pick, so it doesn't yeah. matter what we do. Exactly, yeah. y'all are set. So anyway, we'll get into all of that uh, and more in the rundown. College football. Stick around, Jason and John. I turn to fam. ESPN. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.